Welcome to the Old Man New Pilot Podcast. The adventures of an older man who's decided to learn how to fly. Episode 14, Precautionary Landings. I had a lesson booked for the 8th of September. However, it was cancelled because it was really gusty. Uh, Definitely not suitable flying weather. This was a pretty bad week all round, really. Uh, My back started to flare up again. There were problems at work. And afterwards, I was quite relieved that I didn't have to go flying. Although I was disappointed, I was also relieved. Because sometimes you just don't feel in the right mood. And one thing about flying, and it really applies to driving or riding a motorcycle or a bike as well, is you shouldn't do it if you're not feeling right. Now, you shouldn't do it if you're ill. You shouldn't do it if you're hungover or if you're still drunk because you've been drinking alcohol the day before. Uh, You shouldn't feel it if you're under a severe amount of stress. You really need to think about it. But what I always think is, if my brain, you feel like you've got a sixth sense. It's not a sixth sense. It's just that your brain is telling you that you shouldn't go flying or you shouldn't drive. If your brain is telling you that, then just don't do it. You know, there's, it's not some kind of mystical power. It's just your brain thinking, actually, there's lots of stuff going on. He's tired. He's had a drink. Uh, he's not feeling very well. Uh, you know, it's having a really stressful time at work. Don't do it. All right. These are not the conditions when you want to go flying. For one thing, obviously, your reactions are going to be dulled. Your ability to make decisions is going to be dulled. But also, you're probably just not going to enjoy it. You know, flying is about the enjoyment. Flying is, is you might not necessarily think that if you're early into your flying training, but flying is all about having a great time. For me, it's getting up in the air, seeing the, the land from a different uh, view, a vantage point. Just the whole freedom, the, the you know, the, the view to me is, is one of the most amazing things. I, I love being up and flying around and just seeing, uh, you know, different locations and buildings and cities and towns and land i think it's fantastic so although i was disappointed that i didn't get my lesson i was relieved because i knew it wasn't going to be uh, a good one anyway the next week uh, i'd got two lessons booked luckily uh, see how it works out you book two a week sometimes you don't get any sometimes you get them both uh, and again it was quite windy so i was pretty sure i wasn't going to be going solo but it wasn't that windy that we couldn't get up there and do you know sort of one or two circuits and uh, do a bit of something else so luke got me doing precautionary landings now you know about emergency landings you get a problem with the plane uh you've got to bring it down you try and get it on a, a good glide trim so that you're not losing too much height and you you know you've got time to think about where you want to put it down well with a precautionary landing the plane's generally okay uh, the reasons you would do a precautionary landing, and this is obviously a landing generally not at an airfield, this is going to be again a field landing or even possibly a road landing if you're maybe in America and you've got the huge wide straight roads. Uh, one of the main reasons is you suddenly become ill, you know, you shouldn't have had that prawn curry uh, and your stomach's starting to go mad, you're starting to sweat, you're starting to get a fever, you realise you're coming down with a bit of flu. Maybe you know, you've had a headwind, you set off a bit later than you should have done, uh, the headwind's been bad, you're not going to get near your location and it's starting to turn dark, you've not got your night drain in. Possibly you look at the plane, you realise the oil pressure's getting a bit low, now that's symptomatic of a problem, maybe you're about to, you know, lose a cylinder, uh, 
what you want to be able to do, obviously, is land before it becomes a problem. Another one is, and probably one of the major ones, is the weather's just turning bad. I mean, you're getting, you're driving, uh, flying along, driving along, I almost said that, flying along, you realise you're heading into cloud, you look around, you try and turn around, you're getting hemmed in by cloud all round. It shouldn't happen because you should, you know, be aware at all times, but it can happen. So what do you do? Well, same with an emergency uh, landing, you find a field, you find somewhere that is sensible to land in. But unlike an emergency landing, you've got a bit more time because you know that you're capable of fully uh, being in control of your aircraft. So you make a, effectively a circuit, uh, keeping the field to your left-hand side at 1,000 feet. Then you get progressively lower, you do it again, say 700 feet, 500 feet, 300 feet. And all the time you're doing this, uh, you're looking to see whether there's anything in that field, anything in the location that you've chosen that make it unsuitable. Now... This is quite interesting because I did this. I looked somewhere, I found a field, I said to Luke, right, okay, that looks suitable. Went around it at 1,000 feet, looked okay. But then by the time we'd come down to around 700 feet, I realised, you know, there were obstructions in there. Uh, obviously, you're going to be able to see a building from 1,000 feet, but there may be hay bales in there. There may be telegraph poles in there. There may be wires, telegraph wires or electricity wires strung across it that you couldn't see. Because you've got the time, uh, you can really have a good think and pick a good location. It's less stressful than emergency landings, uh, safer generally, hopefully, uh, and because you're descending each time, you're getting a better and better view. Now, you don't have to do four, you, you know, depending on how serious your situation is, you may just do a thousand feet, then 500 feet, then decide the next time around you're going to come into land. But it's another alternative. It's something that you might not necessarily think about, but you know, you suddenly start throwing up in the plane. You want to. You're going to want to get down. I mean, especially if you've got you know passengers and you know that you're a long way off uh, an airfield that you're trying to get to, and there's no airfields to divert to. Think about what you're going to do. Give yourself a bit of time uh, and choose a decent airfield. Okay, uh, another potentially scary aspect of flying but to be honest the reason we learn all these things is so that when the situation happens we can uh, cope with it and we're not suddenly thinking right where's the book what do i have to do all of these decisions should be made uh well in advance and you know as i mentioned in emergency landings you really should be flying along thinking well if anything happened now i'm going there Precautionary landage, you could do the same thing. You think, well, if I suddenly started feeling ill or if the, the plane uh, suddenly, you know, the oil pressure suddenly dropped on the aircraft, I'm already in the back of my mind thinking, right, what do I do? Preparation is key, absolutely, in flying. I mean, this is why you spend so much time before you fly preparing your route, checking the weather, checking the aircraft. Preparation is absolutely key. Okay, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, the next episode is a really exciting episode to me, uh, and I hope you'll find it exciting as well. Uh, I won't tell you what it is, but you can probably guess. Uh, but uh, certainly the next episode is my, so far, best ever days flying. Okay, have fun. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the website at oldmannewpilot.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.